0: Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching, starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. As the nice announcer said, we are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Julie, my dear, welcome to today's radio show.
1: Thank you. It's great to be here, and I'm looking forward to continuing what we started yesterday.
0: Yes, and this is a very popular topic based on uh, the emails we're getting and uh, the feedback we're getting on Julie's daily coaching call. Now remember... Uh, real estate, uh, the, the premier coaching members, premier coaching VIP members. Both those groups of uh, coaching members, you guys have an enhanced coaching service now. Remember, we announced this last week. We told you a couple months ago we were working on this. It's finally been rolled out. So this is a special member for the a special announcement for the thousands of you who are members of those programs. We are now giving you daily coaching. Okay, you have to log into the Harris Learning website you have to, and then get the information about how you can participate. And the best part is Julie is providing these daily coaching sessions. These are one-on-one coaching calls. You will have an opportunity to speak directly with Julie. So definitely get that information. Definitely start attending those calls every single day. You no longer have to wait um, for your monthly coaching call. You now have daily coaching call, daily access to a coach. Get your questions answered in real time. And the other thing I'm super excited about is uh and this again is a member uh message for coaching members sorry for the rest of you but I'm almost done I promise is that we have a whole new very expansive um, search uh, algorithm on our Harris Learning Portal. So when you're looking for different documents and videos and you know just ideas and just different things that you know you need for your real estate business, you don't have to go through the menus anymore. You can just go and put that information in the search bar. And we are now also, um, this is going to probably start next week, we have 24-7 live answer support. So if you ever have any need in the middle of the night <laughs> to work out your pre-listing pack, You're not alone. We've got somebody there that's going to help you find it and get the uh, project started. So, guys, as I've promised, and as Julie and I have been promising all of you for years now, our goal is to create the best overall learning experience that we possibly can. You know, guys, the simple fact is, is that being successful is a state of action, not a state of being. In other words, at, and, and if you're going to stay successful, you have to stay in action. So you all should remember that. You don't just finally arrive and say, I'm successful, and, and assume that you're going to stay successful. Successful, being successful is a verb. It's a, it implies action, and that's what we're doing. We're constantly trying to improve the service and the quality of the product that we, you know, that we have for you guys. Are, in, every single one of you are capable of enormous success in your life. I am positive of that. It doesn't matter what your education is. Doesn't matter what your ethnicity is. Doesn't matter what your gender is. Doesn't matter what all these things that are, you know, supposedly dividing us. The reality of it is, is every single one of you can be incredibly successful, more than you could possibly fathom, more than you'd even want to admit that you aspire to be, if you are shown the way. And Julie and I are living, breathing testaments to that. You know, if given an opportunity, and you know in your heart that you've been looking for that opportunity your whole life, you know. You know, if you were ever in the right place at the right time, you guys, that feeling, that spark that's inside of you, it's real. Don't deny it. And you are in the right place at the right time. So make sure you take action on this information. Coaching members, and if you're not a coaching member, well, you know what the heck are you waiting for. And anything that we can do to help you finally realize and help you finally accept, essentially embrace Your potentiality, we're going to do it for you. So members, the website, the product, the coaching, everything is getting better. Make sure you guys are taking full advantage of it. Those of you who are not in the coaching program yet – Um, I apologize for making this into a pitch. It wasn't my intent. The easiest way for you to get involved and learn more about it is go to uh, freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com, or if you're on our website, just fill out that form. When you do, we're going to give you those six books for free. You get them in a digital format. Now, these are the same books we have for sale on Amazon um, but guess what? I'm just going to give them to you. So just go ahead and download those books. And when you do, you are entitled to a absolutely positively no-strings-attached complimentary coaching call with one of our new member coaches who will help you, help you get started on your real estate treasure map, which is your business plan. Julie, you have a great email to read, and then we're going to get back to what we started talking about yesterday.
1: Yes, you got it. So if anybody has referrals headed to South Florida, Cynthia McGuire is your gal. She writes... Hi, Julie. I wanted to thank you for calling me last week about my being able to schedule, and this is all related to us, upgrading all the coaching calls, so we took good care of her for that. She said, I really enjoyed the call with you last Wednesday when you told us to, quote, keep it real and don't expect to be able to achieve everything overnight or even in a month or two, that it's practice, just like yoga, right, she writes, and yes, absolutely. I was sort of rising my listeners a little bit that, hey, you know what, there's a reason that this is not a one-day coaching program or a two-hour seminar. We are helping you to build your business, not just having a rah-rah session that's over with and then we send you on your merry way. It's supposed to take some time. So she says, just like yoga, and we continue continually perfect our practice absolutely thank you for getting that Cynthia I was getting discouraged by the amount of work it requires to even find a good phone number for the expireds holy moly I've not knocked on any doors yet do you recommend doing everything possible to find a number to call an expired before knocking on their door or do you recommend doing everything within reason and then go knock well I would recommend everything within reason and go knock don't spend a whole day looking up one phone number give it maybe five or ten minutes using all the recommended ways and then go door knock go ahead
0: but Julie, you're not we're assuming that Cynthia knows about all the great services out there like Vulcan 7, yep. like Mojo cells, and that's a, you know, that's a, a, a bad I assumption because she probably doesn't. Yeah, yeah. so on no. the website, yeah. go ahead, Julie.
1: Well, so on the website under resources and also in the for sale by owner section and the expired section, you'll find that we recommend several different resources for helping you to find the phone numbers. Now, None of these sources will ever give anybody 100% of the phone numbers. Why? Because they're tied into public record, they're tied into your MLS, they're calling from several resources versus the things that we just have access to, you will get more phone numbers. So mojocells.com, landvoice.com, you've got the RedX.com. Of course, some of you have MLSs that have the seller's phone number in there. It really depends on how your MLS system functions, but I would say our favorite of all those is probably mojocells.com, simply because they have a really great backend. You can actually upload, say, your past client list and use their auto dialer to be more efficient so they've got a lot of extra perks Uh, of course all this depends on locking into your mls how it works but you're in south florida so it shouldn't be a problem Um, and then i would say limit how long you give yourself on each expired either mojo has the number or they don't you're going to maybe go to whitepages.com there's going to be a phone number or not if you can find them on facebook in the personal profile the seller maybe you find their cell phone number there
0: after or LinkedIn, five or ten minutes,
1: right? or LinkedIn, LinkedIn is yep. also excellent for finding stuff. Um, and then you say, Uncle, this is going to be a door knock. Yep. Remember, yeah. Right. And the good thing is, a lot of agents aren't willing to door knock, but you are, so you're going to have less competition on those types. I kind of like lack of phone numbers in some cases because maybe you're the only one communicating with that homeowner. It's all good. So. Uh, She then goes on to say, I don't have my pre-listing package done just yet. I've been swamped, busy, and although I've been more organized and scheduled than before, I decided that I was ready to do what it takes to be successful at real estate and decided to join your premier coaching program. I have a long way to go, but I'm all in. So congratulations and, of course, welcome to the program. You're already taking action. Uh, She says, I have my first agent going to join my team in March as a buyer's agent. Next will be a transaction coordinator, although I also would prefer a personal assistant to do everything for me other than real estate, so we call that your personal nanny, and some of our coaching clients do have someone to do everything except real estate. It's a great goal to have, and Cynthia also just did her first new construction deal. She said that was easy, and my highest price sale to date at 516009 She says, I really love you and Tim for everything you two bring to the table. I believe I am following the best plan with you guys by my side to help guide me. Naturally, one of my goals is to get to your level so that you can be my real estate coach. Hopefully, you will still be taking clients by then. of course, um, thanks for elevating me every day. Cheers from Cynthia McGuire. Um, She is with Luxury Homes and Lifestyles in South Florida. So welcome to the program, Cynthia, and thank you for communicating and taking action. And I know that you are on the ascension because you are taking action and taking your business very seriously, and especially because of what you said, that you really got the fact that this isn't going to be an overnight building of your business. You're building it block by block, step by step, and that's what we specialize in. So back to you, Tim.
0: I actually have a great email, too, and this one's going to go on our website. Okay. And Julie, the one from Cynthia, make sure you send that to Gina so Gina yes. can post that, too, you okay? Got it. Yeah, when mm-hmm. you guys, so when you guys, just so you know, when you send us testimonials, what we're going to do to pay you back is not only read it on the uh, radio show, but we're going to put your testimonial with your permission, of course, on our main website. And on the main website, we're going to include a link back and a phone number for you. Now, how does that benefit you? If you have any kind of website, even if it's just a Facebook business page, right, if that's just – which really, for the most of you, that's all you really need for a website, um, that link from our website back to your website is going to help you. But also, it will give you national exposure, and you might actually get some referrals that way. We hear that all the time, that when someone's doing some homework on somebody – uh, someone's trying to just an agent, one of our existing coaching members, is trying to send a referral. They're obviously going to you know send it to you because they know you at a high level. And the other side benefit of this, this is kind of interesting. I didn't really consider this at the start, but it's true. We, when someone, a potential seller or buyer, does a search on you to find like are you a schmuck or not, basically, and they find that you are really saying something nice and you're being very positive, versus all the other you know most of the stuff online is people complaining or people just you know being overall political or just kind of nasty or you know how it is there's very little positivity out there but when someone's researching you and they see that you are like overtly positive and thankful and grateful just automatic that you're going to be like a magnet so when you do send us a testimonial we are going to put it on the website we are going to you know then give you those links and give you the credit for it and you can send anything you guys would like testimonials or otherwise to tim at timandjulieharris.com or julie at timandjulieharris.com so here's this one julie i sent this one to you this morning i think no i sent it to you yesterday Mm I'm putting my glasses on. Tim and Julie, I, let me read this one first. To make sure there's nothing personal. In it. Okay, nope. Uh, Tim and Julie, I cannot tell you how much it meant to hear everything you have to say every day on the radio. Your words of encouragement through the email, on the daily coaching, and on the radio today have yet ha, have been so impactful on me. Don't take. I don't take your words lightly, and it really meant so much to hear uh, you reflect on your own experiences. It reminds me that I'm not in this alone, and I will make it through this. Again, thank you. I look forward to the journey with your program and your coaches as my guide. Uh, regards, uh, Tracy Dugan. So Tracy in Memphis, thank you very much. We really sincerely appreciate your kind words. And I actually didn't send this to Gina. So Gina, I know you're listening. You're getting this one right now. Julie, so let's get right back to our content. So again, guys, anything for any – time you want to reach out to us, email us. Let us know anything that you have that you'd like to uh, have us talk about, focus on. It is absolutely our pleasure and and our purpose to be of service to all of you. So, Jules, let's pick up where we left off yesterday.
1: Yes, you got it. So we're talking about getting control of your daily schedule, especially your morning routine. And so far we have made it abundantly clear that the things that make you money in real estate are simple. Generating leads, following up on them, pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, and closing. Lather, rinse, repeat. We talked about four things that typically get you off track, not having control in your morning, which basically sets the pace for not having control of the day, getting stuck in the weeds of transaction coordination, playing around with social media, going to appointments you don't have to go to. So we yesterday banned you from ever doing that again and suggested that you make a deal with an assistant or an accountability partner or even your kids that every time that they find you doing something that is not on that list – that you then pay them, making it very clear that you're not being dollar productive. You just lost the money, okay? So we're going to get back to, what, you've got to that, what you do have to do daily in order to meet or exceed your goals in the five areas of life. Now, if you're not familiar with that, get back into your treasure map. Most of you guys are familiar with that. If not, it's easy to get, as Tim announced at the top of the call, but really it starts with generating the lead in the first place. Without leads, the rest of your list is meaningless, so lead generation, we talked about that a lot yesterday. If you are challenged by that, refer to the survival guide, especially if you're a premier coaching member, you can use the survival guide, the treasure map, the 90-day massive action plan, study the spokes and the wheel coaching. I mean, really, there's no excuse to continue to be poor at generating leads. So moving on, your recommended ideal schedule. Now, We call it the ideal schedule because it means realistically you follow it four out of five working days every week that you're not on vacation. So 6.30 a.m., awake, do your powerful affirmations, a 20 to 30-minute simple workout, eight ounces of water, review your goals for the day. Now, here's a a big secret to this, right? Some of you guys fall down right here because you continuously hit the snooze button. So you started out the day lying about what time you were going to start. That's what hitting the snooze button is, if you guys weren't aware. And then when you have this sliding scale of when you get to work, you're already off track. So we recommend that you get a simple workout, getting your blood pressure up, waking yourself up, but that it be simple. You don't have to drive to the gym. How many of you guys live in big cities where just doing the drive might get you off track? It's, you know, if you make yourself do it at all, you're now gonna be stuck in traffic for 30 minutes there, have an hour workout 30 minutes back. No, we're talking about let your your feet hit the ground, go on a walk, if you're someplace you can go on a swim, do something simple, and then eight ounces of water. Now, why did I include that? A lot of studies have shown that you often think that you're exhausted, think that you're depressed, but you're actually just dehydrated, which is really simple and pretty much free to cure. Starting with eight ounces of water. Make sense so far, Tim?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm listening. You know, it reminds me of a question I had the other day from a new coaching member who's listening, who is in France, and he asked a question of me. He said, "What is it? What's our? What do we do specifically in the morning as far as exercise?" He knew that you and I go on a walk every day. Uh, and you're kind of reminding me of maybe the question I gave to him, and I thought it was interesting he was asking uh, uh, because he wanted more details. So, yes, we go on a walk, but what we what I told him and I'm telling all of you guys is that uh, we wear 40-pound weight vests, and you can get these on Amazon. They're literally weight vests that you put on, and, you know, you walk around, and you maybe look a little crazy to your neighbors, but that's okay. They kind of give you a wide berth when they're driving past you.
1: Advantages <laughs> for that. Is
0: there is advantage to that, right? And um but yeah, so we make the most of our walk. The walk's only fifteen or twenty minutes long, but when we get back we felt like we've had a mini workout. And then when uh and the other thing I told him that we've never told you guys is we have very specific uh dietary uh things that we do in the morning. We don't we're not big on supplements. Uh, we've read a lot about supplements. We've read a lot about all that stuff. But what we do do, and if you guys want us to talk about that, I need feedback, because otherwise it's, you know, we're, we're going to spin off into a health and nutrition podcast, which isn't our intent. Our podcast is about helping you guys make money. But if you want to learn more about our morning thing, we have stayed it. We've talked to dietitians about it. Just email us, and, and we'll make a show about that. And, and again, it's Tim at com or Julie at com. Back to it, Jules.
1: All right, you got it. So now we're up and ready to rumble. Here's a secret that you have to come to terms with as soon as you're done with your workout. No day should have more than five specific attainable, achievable goals. Three is better on most days. Specific, attainable, achievable goals. And I don't know about you, but my to-do list is, you know, more than three things. And sometimes we get overwhelmed by that and end up doing nothing. So decide what one, two, or three things, you're going to get done for sure, no matter what, on a daily basis. Now, ideally, these are achievable, attainable things, such as resolve the home inspection that you've been going back and forth on for two or three days, such as get listing documents back from the seller that you continuously are following up on. Actually stop by and get those documents or get them to send the docu sign back, find them at work, do what you have to do. Get a buyer contract signed. Follow up on 100% of your leads. These are all specific and attainable things. And incidentally, if you're a premier coaching client, that also, these types of things are included in something called your real estate success game, which literally in, you know, line items out all of these types of activities that make you money and gives you a point system for that. So that's just an aside, making it slightly more fun. All right, so by the time it's 7 a.m. and you've had your workout, you're awake, you've had your water, 30-minute financial review. Are you trending up or down versus your financial goals? Are you on track, ahead, or behind? By how much? It's hard to know where to go if you don't know where you are. So are you on track, ahead, or behind? Take a look at your whiteboards and your vital signs report. It'll tell you what's going on. What's happening with your appointment schedule? What appointments must you set today? What appointments are you going on today? So this is kind of like your get a grip time of the day. At this point, you're in 100% control of your mind, your body, and your wallet. And you haven't even really started the day yet. So by 7 to 8 a.m., prepare for your day. Breakfast, shower, dress. If you're not already at that point, now you're getting yourself dressed for success. Always be dressed one level nicer than your prospect or client. Even if you don't have a specific appointment today, aren't you more likely to talk about real estate if you look like a real estate professional versus going hey, out Julie? the door late to your office? Go ahead.
0: Well, I so said some of these guys, most of these guys are home office, right? And most of these yeah. guys, some of these guys have most different things. So. Well, right. So, what, Julie? Let's say you don't have, you're not going to the office, you're not going to a closing, you don't have an actual appointment. Do not just hang out all day in your sweats, and do not just hang all, out all day in your pajamas. Okay? There's something mental and emotional that happens when you prepare yourself. You're going from one state of being, the morning routine, getting ready, and then going through another, and going into another state, which is actually at work. And at work, if you have a home office, and I'm a huge fan of home offices, and you guys should all, you know, if some of you guys won't work well in a home office environment. You need that sort of that environment of being around a bunch of other agents and some offices are fantastic you know, and others are you know absolute black holes of energy but if you're if you are home office or if you're office office have a stand up desk you know Julie's breaking into that mode now, but pay attention to these little life hacks these little business hacks that we're giving. Giving you so you can get maximum potential out of every day. Remember, I told you guys we wear 40 pound weight vests when we go on walks. Julie's only like 110 pounds, so 40 pounds is practically half of her weight. And when she gets back, she is motivated, trust me. Oh, and it's shorter, too, some Yeah, and it's shorter. <laughs> I'm sure is is, these- Yeah. These, these are all, but these are all hacks that you guys can do. So think about how you can get the maximum amount of what you're already doing, and you get more done throughout the day. It's these tiny. We say this all the time. The difference between where you want to be uh, and where you are isn't a thousand percent difference. Probably for most of you, it's less than twenty percent difference. And some of you, it's less than five percent difference. It's just doing tiny, tiny little changes throughout your day, and all together throughout the day, at the end of the day, they've added up to something pretty profound. Julie.
1: That's the ticket. So by 8 a.m., take 20 minutes to clear out any mission control email, voicemail, text. Now, I prefer skipping this for most of you, but I know realistically from Coaching Forever that you're, that's an uphill battle for me as a coach. You're going to do it. And, you know, yeah, there might be some leads and some referrals in there. But here's the caveat. Set an egg timer and give yourself 20 minutes. That's it. Clear out any mission uh, critical email, voicemail, text, et cetera. Delete trash and spam. Delegate anything you can to your transaction coordinator, personal assistant, et cetera. If you don't have a TC or an assistant, you are your TC and assistant. So prioritize by urgency and set a plan in place. This is basically your cleaning out of your email, voicemail, text, et cetera. Now, 20 minutes. That's it. Egg timer. 830 to 930, relentless lead follow-up with intent to set an appointment. And, Tim, I think you wanted to talk about when – I want to backtrack just a little bit about when it makes sense to hire a transaction coordinator and maybe a personal assistant and who to hire when, you know, because right here many agents get off track because they are their own admin. Is that what you're driving at? So I'm depending on – your,
0: dep- right, right, exactly. Depending on your price range, guys – um, so, for example, you have a price range where your average commission is 10000 or greater. Um, you can probably hire an admin to work for you on a full-time basis for less than uh, – I'm sorry, quicker than, say, someone who has an average sale price and average commission of significantly less, right? So the rule that we – and again, it depends on your price range. It really does. But the rule we'd like all you guys to live by is you can hire a full-time assistant When you basically have closed, I mean, again, depends on your price range, when you've closed at least four transactions for four months in a row, or if you're in a lower price range, you might want to make it, you know, six transactions for six months in a row, that kind of thing. You have to be able to prove to yourself that you can continuously create the revenue. The old way of doing it, the obsolete way of doing it, the stupid way of doing it is hiring then hoping magically you'll create the revenue to basically cover that person. That is not smart. That is going to result in you basically having no profit because you'll end up spending all your profit to make payroll, and then you'll have no, no point of being in business and you're running a nonprofit, and then you're like every other real estate agent out there. So when you're ready to hire an admin, when you've been consistent enough with your production, when you you know you're reaching your magic number of listings or you've eclipsed it, that's when you hire a full-time admin. Now some inside information for you guys: if you choose to hire like a Filipino uh, VA, and a lot of them are just absolutely stunningly incredible, um, and don't you know just if you've never been down that road before, when you get to the point of hiring an assistant, we've got a bunch of information on the website about that. You can hire domestic ones. You can hire international ones. An international one to work for you for 40 hours a week. You guys are not going to believe this. It's less than $2,000 a month. And they have, if you hire in the Philippines, there's uh, in the Philippines, the single biggest industry is basically running call centers, and call centers include having virtual assistants like what I'm describing now. Okay, So when you get to that point, great. If you're at that point, go on the website, and we have a list of, I think, five or six companies that we suggest you do business with. The first three or four specialize in working specifically uh, with real estate agents, their admins have already been trained to work with you. They know the process, the whole thing. And then we do have domestic ones as well. Now, let's use the domestic ones as an example. Right now, as a new agent, again, depending on your cash flow and all the rest of it, you have to make a financial decision here. You can hire a, a transaction coordinator. For Julie, what does Tammy in uh, California charge? 300 bucks a uh, file?
1: She's 450 a file now.
0: Okay, 450 a file. So if you, you know, we do want you to know the process. We do want you to close your first few deals yourself. But then after that, if you want to delegate it, because it is massively time-consuming, and it, you, you you don't have the volume yet, and you know. Pay Tammy to do it. information's on the website if you're at the point where you have real good, consistent cash flow and you want to hire somebody full time this this person, this V a they could do virtually everything for you so that you can spend all your efforts on the things that make you money, which are lead generation pre qualifying you know, setting appointments, going on appointments, you know the five things that get you paid. Your goal in life should be to clear your decks, decks. Of everything except those things that get you paid delegate everything else it's not that difficult guys there's billions of people that have done this before the information is on the Harris learning website available obviously to premier coaching members on you know if you're there the information's already laid out for you just follow the steps we've uh, you know the checklists and make the calls and send the emails and you probably within three or four days can have your own full-time virtual assistant for less than two thousand dollars a month so again Weigh that out, but don't think it's mandatory. That's the reason I wanted Julie to go back to that point. Jules?
1: Well, and that's true. And one of the first steps, if you are really somebody getting bogged down in the transaction work because you've never had three or four deals pending at the same time, or maybe your limit is eight or ten deals before you hit that limit, and then you spend all of your time working on that, and the following month you do nothing but starve because you haven't been working your pipeline, you haven't been planting any seeds. So sometimes – just using a transaction coordinator is your first big step towards delegation. And, you know, the most common thing that I hear why agents don't do that is because they think they're the only one that can do it at a high level. But you guys have to realize there are people in the world who love being transaction coordinators and actually, here's a shocking thought, might actually be better at it than you are because you're trying to do it all at once and fit it in in between appointments and manage all the other things in your business, a dedicated TC All they do is TC work, so keep it in perspective. I also have a new – yeah, go ahead.
0: Well, it's it's creative avoidance, isn't it? I mean, sometimes when you guys Mm -hmm. will put a bunch – you'll put a bunch of deals in contract, so you'll work three or four months and put a bunch of deals in contract, and then, like, you'll close your deals for a month, and then you're out of business again because you haven't been working on your business. You've just been working in your business. You guys have heard these concepts before, many of you. And really, it's creative avoidance. You're just sort of subconsciously saying, I just don't feel like really doing the real work anymore, which is generating the leads, which is going on appointments, pre-qualifying, negotiating, and closing deals. So if you do not stay constantly in the mode of the five activities that get you paid, you're going to have cash, ups and downs in your income. You're going to constantly question your sanity. You're going to be one of these billions of agents out there that thinks the only way they can make money is by buying leads. You're going to fall prey of all essentially the, the pitfalls in this business that make people broke, that make this industry suck. Don't do that. We've laid it out for you guys. Just follow in the footsteps of all the folks that have come before you. And you know, it's like Julie, I'm going to the bend, right? So one of the things sure. Julie and I talk about, and this is a little story for you guys. It was probably about, uh, I don't know, I we mean, were in Las Vegas, uh, it's probably about maybe 15 years ago. Julie and I went to the big IMAX theater. If you guys are in Vegas, you know what I'm talking about. It's down at I Golden Stardust or something. Some horrible casino with this really really cool theater. So we go there and we're watching this um you know, this 3D huge jumbotron IMAX thing of these guys that are uh, climbing um what is it? Mount Everest, right, Julie?
1: Mhm. Yeah, it was awesome.
0: And the and the story was supposed to be about the, you know, how brave and how cool, you know, it, it was really a you know a story on these it was a bunch of i think they mostly Americans there was five or six guys and how they spent their lives wanting to climb Everest and how they you know were practicing and it's sort of like little you know individual movies all woven together and the you know the big thrust of the movie was climbing everest and so it talked about how they you know sacrificed and how they you know had to bike every day and how to get an optimal shape and had to do all these you know dozens of climbs so their bodies all good important stuff. But that wasn't what was interesting in my mind. What was interesting is when they got there to Mount Everest, this is what I thought was cool. It wasn't the dudes. Okay, fine, you guys are all, you know, action hero G. I. Joe types. That's great, good for you. But what was amazing was the the village of folks that are living that were living down at the base of Mount Everest. And what you did, one of the first things you did when you got there is you hired a Sherpa. And a Sherpa is somebody who's going to basically help you get to the top of the mountain. The Sherpas, we're going to tell you when to climb. They're going to tell you what path to follow. They're going to tell you what the weather is. They're going to tell you where the boulders are. They're going to tell you all the stuff that you need to know to get to the top. And here's what you guys, I'm sure some of you have seen these movies before – so you see these big, husky, like, you know, massive, very well, you know, incredible gear. These guys look like they're ready to climb Mars. I mean, and then you see it, as they climb these mountains and they're carrying these backpacks. And, they, you know, you could tell they spent a lot of time working on what their non-Everest climbing look would be like for all their Instagram pictures. And then you see these poor Sherpas that are behind them. Who have some nice looking gear on, but let's just be honest, it doesn't look that nice. And they're carrying backpacks and luggage that's twice the size they are, as they are. So the surface no, are these little dudes, the that are half the size. Of, yeah, it, like these little pygmy types, and they're carrying these. I'm, yeah, I'm just telling a story here. I'm not trying to, you know, be mean. But they're car- they're doing all the real work, and they're the ones that are telling all these Americans, and mostly Canadians and you know Europeans, how to get to the top, where to go. And so in this movie. They were talking about like there was these Americans. They landed there, right? And this is how a lot of you guys are, for being honest. They go there, they find their Sherpas, they sh- Sherpas, they decide who they're going to hire. the The Sherpas start meeting with them, telling them what days they're going to climb. And then there was this little group of other people. If I remember correctly, these guys were from France, and they're like, "Screw the Sherpas! We know how to get to the top. We're badasses. We don't need any help." We don't need, you know, whatever, whatever. And guess what happened to those guys? They all died. And so what happens? the Sherpas said, do not go that side of the mountain. Do not climb on that day. Do not climb during this month. You see that? That's going to be a storm cloud on that side of the mountain. Do not, do not, do not. And these guys said, screw you. We're going to do it anyway. And they all froze to death. And uh, their bodies, I don't even think they ever pulled them off the mountain. This was all part of this movie. And the guys that hired the Sherpas, not all of them made it up. Only half of them made it up. Some of them just couldn't do it, you know. Not anything I'd ever want to do, but that's, that's how this movie went. And, and so that got me kind of thinking that really isn't that ultimately what a coach is? But how many of you guys act like the, the French are – I think there was a, a team of French and a team of Germans, and they didn't listen. How many of you guys are like them, where you're saying, I'm going to choose my own way up the mountain? How many of you are saying things like, well, you know what? I know I could hire a Sherpa, and it would probably get me up there quicker, and I'd have this dude to help me carry the baggage. And I would make it so that I probably wouldn't you know, die. But screw that. You know, I'm going to choose my own path. You know, I'm, going to, I'm going to weave together my own you know, chemistry and how I can get to the top of this mountain. How many of you guys think like that? So here's the question I have for you, because I know a lot of you do. Why? What's the point? Why are you even trying to be creative with this? Why are you trying to forge your own path up to the top of the mountain? Why wouldn't you just follow the proven path? You've got to really be honest with yourself. If you're one of these agents who spends all their time looking for the easy button, looking for the shiny object, looking for the shortcut, looking for your, you to know, make this some sort of creative outlet for you, I'm going to spend all my time on my website, and the website's going to get me a business. No, it won't. None of these things, guys, are true, and yet all these agents will follow these other paths that do not get to them anywhere but usually frozen on the side of the mountain. You, you have to really be honest with yourself. Your purpose in this business is to be of service to other people. For you to be of service to other people, you have to really have a service that they're willing to pay for, and that comes from your skill set and your mindset. Once you're on your way to, maxi- or to, to essentially mastering that, then you're going to make a lot of money. Nobody is going to do a business with you until you have something worth paying for I want you guys to remember that. The agents that have more money for, than you, the people that have more success than you, it's because they have figured out something that people are willing to pay for in greater numbers than, say, other people. That's it. That's a simple formula. So when you have the mindset of service, when that's truly your mission in life, being of service to other people, then you have to accept the fact that it's your job to become the best version of you that you possibly can. That's education. That's mindset. That's action. Do that, guys. Don't, don't fight it. Don't make this a hard, difficult you know, job, don't make this a difficult industry. This is the best industry you could ever find yourself in, maybe in the best time of our lifetime. So Julie, do you have any things you'd like to say as we wrap?
1: Yeah, well, as I always say, don't just say, "Hey, that was a cool podcast and do nothing. Take action to your point, Tim. take action, do something about this. You know don't I don't know why anybody would really want to try and do it on their own, reinvent the wheel, climb the mountain without a sherpa. It's just so much more work right it just is our job as coaches and as your podcast you know leaders here is to make your life easier not to make it harder to create less stress and to shorten that learning curve for you, why should you go through the pain that, you know, we always refer back to, you know, old school coaching. Here's what happens. You'd screw something up in real estate. You'd go cry to your broker, or at least our broker would say, what, how much did that cost you? And then he'd say, guess you won't do that again. And it always reminded of me of my dad when I'd fall down and skin my knees, and he'd ask if I hurt the pavement. You know, it's like you shouldn't have to hurt the pavement in real estate that much. Get help. That's what we're here for. So that's my parting thought. And, of course, I'll see all my great yeah, career I- people on their daily call.
0: Please use the program you guys are participating in. Please show up to Julie's Daily Coaching Calls. Rochelle does her REO BPO, BPO short sale call on Thursdays. Participate at the highest level, guys. Don't leave, leave it all in the field every single day. Make the most of this opportunity that you have in front of you. Guys, listen, you are in the right place at the right time. Now it's time for you to take the right actions. Don't try to forge your own path. Follow the path to the top of the mountain that, you know, have been proven to work for so many other people. Don't waste time doing the other stuff. Just get there as quick as you can. If you guys ever need us for anything, it's Tim at Tim and com or Julie at Tim and Julie Thanks. Have a great day. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on
1: our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at Tim and Julie Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows.
0: Until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.